Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I just remember getting a phone call and just having butterflies in my stomach and being like, oh, it's actually happening. Hello and welcome back to the Get In Our Home series. This is the series designed to help home builders, homeowners and renovators to get inspiration and guidance from industry professionals, but also homeowners themselves. So first things first, sorry for the delay in getting these podcasts out. We've been super, super busy as of lately and I've had to press pause on some episodes. Um, we're back in action and we're going to the UK next week to get some content over there too. So lots, lots more still to come and getting our home is going from strength to strength. So please um, keep supporting the podcast, keep liking and subscribing to the YouTube channel and there's lots more still to come. In this episode, we cover so, so much from buying a home to renovate, making mistakes, interior design tips, buying on the commuter belt and lots, lots more. Um, the house is an absolute stunner and whatever you do, make sure you check it out on our YouTube and social channels too. It's definitely one not to be missed. I just want to say also thanks so much to the guys. Um, Claire was so kind to myself and cam- our cameraman tuning on today and um, with just such a ball and I cannot thank her enough. So please make sure to check out Claire on Instagram. She's Claire's Home and Garden. I'll post it all in the description box below too. So I started by asking Claire where they started looking for the dream home and how they went about finding the right home to buy. So we were looking kind of around where, you know, our home houses were. We only went to see two or three houses and we didn't really see anything that, you know, didn't have the, that, not a way of factor. Come here, like, were you always going to buy a house or did you ever have a discussion around building a house? We had a discussion about building, but we just weren't able to get local needs. So I ruled that option out. So, you know, it's not something I was too upset about yeah. it's just kind of like you didn't have a hard set up building but it was an option like yeah exactly. yeah yeah okay yeah. so let's start from the start so you decide to buy a house and yeah. start the whole process what was like on the wish list what did you have to have or what did you not have to have or you I, know ideally i would have well I, I wanted a detached house yeah and one with a garden yeah preferably four bedrooms and that was really that was the that was it list, like, yeah yeah and how did the search yeah. go? Um, we only went to see two or three houses in Dunshockelin. And for what we wanted to spend, we didn't really see anything that we really liked. So we put the, the search a little bit wider and daft and this house came up. So we came to view it. And and like, when like, like did you have a conversation around like the... I just find it really interesting that like 10 minutes wider and you've suddenly found way more houses. Like, was it like that? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Big time. Wasn't it? You get much more value for money, I think, when you just move that a little bit further out. So, um, 
Yeah, I think when we, we saw what this was going for and what we could do with it, of a no-brainer, I think. Yeah. It was, it's mm. still close to home, but we still like, have our own separation. Just to give people context, how far of a drive are we from, say, Dublin City Centre to here? Say, like, in a car, how long would it take you? Is it just... To the city centre, about 50 minutes. Yeah. 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 So you're, you're still within, well, I hate the word, but commuter belt, essentially. Exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah Posture works in, in Dublin City. Yeah, and, like, when you seen this house come up, like, who found it first? Like, did you text each other and say, this is the one, or we might have looked at this? Like, uh, what was that like? It was me that found it, and I organised a viewing, and we came to see it, and straight away, I was, I just could visualise, now, it wasn't the dream home to start with, but I could visualise what it could be, and I just had a really good feeling about it, and knew that it was the house that, like, I would like to be my forever home. It's, so. you know, what's, uh, what, what's so mad about that statement is this wasn't like a show house that you came into and it was like, wow, like <laughs> no. you had to have your imagination on overdrive yeah. to even imagine that because like this house hadn't been lived in, in two years. Yeah. Yeah, about two years. So, uh, so it's very, very overgrown, very, yeah. you know, deep clean. Very, <laughs> but, um, a lot of cleaning. But no, look, it had, it had, the, it had the, the size, it had the space and nice and quiet here in the area close to everything so it was kind of ticked a lot of boxes that way so i think once we saw what we could do with it put our mark on it and it was i think that's what made us go for it like did you have the same level of love for the house as claire did to be honest n not really yeah. um a house is honestly just a house to me and i knew we could make any house a home such a just... man huh <laughs> <laughs> but um no claire like claire had her vision of the house i knew that it would that it'd be lovely done up those other houses in this estate yeah. and we, we knew what it could look like um, but I also, suppose nearly true clear you can nearly see the potential exactly yeah. so like I keep looking out at the garden when we're talking here because I just keep thinking how nice it is to have something like this yeah um, just mm. on a day like today where the sun is shining it's just so nice just to be able to relax chill out and just you know, like you can literally hear the birds you can see horses here in the background as well it's, mm -hmm. it's just so nice to be able to chill and relax and, and like when when you put in the offer were you still looking at other houses or was that it close the door we're definitely here now like, yeah no like we might have looked on daft online yeah, yeah, but yeah. we didn't go to view any more houses we're i was kind of pretty set and <laughs> and, and then what happened next so did you get a phone call from the auctioneer you know was it a two-month wait before you heard anything back did you go into a bidding war like what happened yeah there was no bidding war that i thankfully no no there's no bidding war and um, <laughs> it was accepted fairly quick yeah it was it seemed pretty quick then it was to be honest now trying to remember back but yes as far as as i remember it was pretty quick. But do you we remember that the, moment of getting the, getting the uh, offer accepted and be like, wow. I got that call. Yeah. I, I got that call. So um, yeah. I had the, the nice move of having to ring Claire and tell her and got the cheer mm. on the phone. So it was, it was nice. Um, yeah. So then just that's when, you know, your work begins, what you're going to do and get the ball moving. So I just remember getting a phone call and just having butterflies in my stomach and being like, oh. It's actually happening. What have I done? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're like, oh, I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the, the fear takes over of, yeah. oh, is this the right decision? And did you have that sense of like, we're at the bottom of a mountain now, you know, so much work to do? Like, Yeah, like, to be honest, like we didn't really, like we knew it was going to be a slow process. Um, like when we moved in first, we had to change all the windows. You know, the place had to be cleaned, painted. Uh, new boiler things like that and to be honest once those jobs were done 
nothing was really done for probably two years wow. before okay. we saved money. So you kind of immediately made it like habitable and then exactly. Then you went into renovation and two years later to make it pretty essentially. Yeah, because yeah. I had just had a baby like, you know, soon after we moved in. So I think I was just so busy with the two young kids that, you know, I didn't have the time to, to devote to the house. Like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And plus, as I said, you know, we needed time to save money to, to do the job. And we wanted to do eventually. Just tell me, so at the start when you bought the house, what did you actually do to the house? So you had to change windows. Change the windows. Were you aware of that at the start? Did you have it? We, so when we got our report done, um, we, we were told that the windows weren't safe. What do you mean not safe? Um, like in the bay window, the window opened wow. and it opened fully. There was no like safety latch on it. So it wouldn't have been safe for the kids. And they were wood and they hadn't really been maintained. So like you did actually have like gaps. <laughs> Literally, like, literally yeah. gaps wow, wow. that you could see out <laughs> along the edge of some windows. So yeah, they, you know, they had to be. They had to and be. And then you changed the changed boiler. Did you do any insulation? No. Just down here where you were talking about. Um, we just did insulation work when yes. we were getting this. Uh, but at the start, yeah, yeah, yeah no. of course, of course. And and then you went painting mm -hmm. like mad. Painted everywhere. Throwing yeah. it in, yeah. Yeah. Like it's everyone helped. And like, <laughs> like what sort of state was the house in internally? I know outside the garden was quite overgrown like it, it wasn't too bad. Like once it was cleaned, it was just, I suppose, a little bit old fashioned. Yeah. You know, it was livable. Yeah. 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 And okay, so you move in, you're living in the house. It, it's actually really probably a good idea to live in it for a while before you make any drastic changes. So you know what True. you want and what you don't want. Were you always set on, okay, we're going to change this. We're going to make it better, you know. Did you always have that in your mind or did you nearly fall into a trap? Not trap, but did you nearly fall into a sense of this is actually grand? No, like this, this space here that we're in was a sunroom and in the summer you would be roasting and in the winter it was Baltic. Like we literally used to like tape up around the doors <laughs> leading into the sitting room because otherwise like you'd feel the draft, the draft coming in. Wow. So kitchen was too small we um, as soon as we moved in yeah the kitchen was quite small no you know it was it wasn't tiny it wasn't tiny but that was that was the one thing about the house that i said oh i just wish it had a bigger kitchen but you know i knew that we would eventually get to well at the time i thought extend out the kitchen um and then the way it transpired we didn't actually extend out we just rejigged the the floor space that we had in the house already. And, and you know, how, how did you do that? Did you go like get an architect or an engineer or what did you do? Um, so we had an architect come out to visit the house and I basically said that I wanted to extend the kitchen out. I wanted the kitchen to be bigger. And he basically said, you know, it would obviously be serious amount of money to extend. And he reckoned that we had enough floor space in the house already, but we could just you know, take down a couple of walls, make the sitting room a little bit smaller to have a nice big open space here. So he didn't think that we, there was a need to extend. So you didn't so, actually construct a physical extension, no. but instead you just make, made use of the space internally better. Exactly, yeah. Well, so the sunroom, you know, was changed into, you know, bricks and mortar, mortar yeah. you know, structure rather than being a sunroom. Was that like a once-off consultation or was he there throughout the whole thing? No, that was just literally a once-off, like he came over for probably even like 10 oh, minutes. Right. Wow. And it was a really informal chat. And he was just like, basically, if I were you, I'd just... Yeah, 
I oh. do this. Yeah. And then what yeah. did you do next? Did, did you get out a sledgehammer and start knocking walls or did you go um, to a builder? So or? we got a few quotes for builders and we decided on one and he came out and like we didn't have any you know plans drawn out we literally told him <laughs> we'd like this wall gone and we'd like um another wall to be built Move further back. back yeah so yeah it probably doesn't make sense yeah, no. you actually can't see this i know what you're talking but, about though. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so essentially what we're talking about for, for those that are listening is that the yeah. kitchen was squared off and they made it more into a rectangle which opened up the space exactly. and then they made which made the sitting room a little bit smaller yeah. exactly yeah I am perfect. Um, <laughs> and how did that go? Like, you know, was the builder like, yeah, no bother? Or did you have to get a load of quotes or, you know, what um, was it like? So you know, people like, people might be looking at this and they might be looking at houses and they might be thinking, you could probably do renovation. You know, was it hard to get somebody on board to do that or was that quite easy? Um, did you go with a local guy or? No, we didn't. So we got a few quotes okay. now. There yeah. was probably one or two that like didn't even come back to us though. Yeah, the one, the didn't one that we actually ended up come out. Going with though was someone who I worked with, actually recommended, and he came out was very helpful. And then we just decided I think, to go with him. His quote was was very reasonable. Yeah. Ended up going with him, and then we booked him in then for the June. And I'm not too sure when that was that we actually booked him, but like it was in advance. Mm. You know, it was a number of months in mm. advance. Will you give me a, a brief timeline? So when did you buy the house? When did you move in? When did you renovate? Um, so we moved in and two years after we moved in, we started the, the renovation work. Wow. And June 2017. You first bought the house? Okay, wow. Yeah. So from June 2017, wow. Yeah. That's actually a long time to be waiting on a renovation, yeah. essentially. Yeah. yeah. So then how did that go? What was that like? Uh, so luckily we were able to move out. We went and stayed with my mum and dad. Oh, and. Um, yeah, it was it was full on, but luckily I was off on maternity leave, so I was able to like come back and check on progress Great. and you know make decisions that had to be made. And before actually it started, Paul did take up all the tiles in this space, so mm -hmm. I got you know from day one it was a dirty job, <laughs> really, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And like and like, did the builder give you a time frame? How long did that take? Yeah, I think he told us. Originally six weeks. I think six weeks oh, wow. originally. And it was definitely long, you know, at least a couple of weeks longer than okay. that that it actually right. took. And what, yeah. what, what delayed him all the time? Um, there was a delay. So it's a timber framed house that we have. And it meant then that steel had to be put in. And we did, the builder didn't realise before that. Oh, okay. That he right. would have needed steel. Right, right. So, so then, yeah, the so in, then we had to... Um, it wasn't even really the order, ordering of the steel that was the problem. It was the fact that we now had to get a structural engineer oh, to, you okay. know, sign off on the, the steel they yes, were going yes, to use yeah. because obviously we wanted to have a cert, yeah, yeah. you know, a certificate at the end of the the job. So there was the delay with that. And how did and like how did you find the engineer? Did you just go to a local guy again? Um, we we did actually try to get one and. To be honest, we were kind of fobbed off, like we were expecting, you know, to get information from him, and then we just didn't. And then it was like the next day, and then eventually the builder said, "Look, I know someone. Are you willing to go with somebody else?" 
And we said, yeah, no problem. Like, we obviously wanted to get one. And what did he say? Was he, like, was he just like, you're putting this beam, putting this beam in your Yeah, like, your like the builder knew what to do, yeah. but he just needed the someone sign, to sign it off. someone yeah. to sign oh, okay. off yeah. on it. So it was just two beams, I think, that needed to go yeah. in, but just to make sure they were certified. And like, if we ever did plan to sell, which we don't think we are, but um, mm. just to make sure that that was all accounted for. So had to be done. Yeah, yeah. Had to be done. And then, and then basically, like, when the builder was there, were you basically leave him to his own merry way or were you very involved or like, you know because what's that process like as a homeowner because it must be kind of weird to see somebody just in your house like. um do you know what i mean like like what like uh, what do you do day to day like you ring him up saying how'd you like, like sometimes you know i come in and like you, you do kind of feel like you're intruding yeah yeah and you kind of feel like oh i'm in their way but yeah. at the same time it's your bloody home like. it's your home yeah like, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's important that you can see what is actually being <laughs> yeah, done and yeah. like have an opportunity to to look at how it's going and maybe like you know you might decide that you want to make a change or yeah so yeah but like but like what was there much you were doing at all labor-wise or anything no 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 yeah. no, no so apart didn't. from ripping up the tiles it was leaving the building yeah so merry way essentially that's it right right and and then when it finished up, then what sort of state did he leave it in? Was it all plastered and all you had to do was paint, essentially? Yeah. Yeah, it was just painting that needed to be done, a bit yeah. of clean-up. Yeah. And, and painting, did you get somebody to do that? Or? No, I decided to do it myself. And in hindsight, probably should have got him to do it. It was very, very time-consuming. Yeah. It's, it's a tedious job. Yeah, yeah it's, um, you think you've done it right, and then it need another coat, and then you need another coat, another mm. coat. It does seem to be never-ending with the, with the amount, because uh, it was new plaster, so I was just taking in all the moisture. But um, it's done now, but I think if I ever to do it again, I think I'd be definitely getting the builder to do, yeah. the, to do the painting first and just have myself top it up, maybe. And did you find it hard managing the builder? Like, did you find that he was asking you a lot of questions? You know, I, obviously it's quite a simple build, so there probably wasn't a lot there, but did you find that difficult? Um, no, not really. As I said, it, like, it was a pretty straightforward um, job that he had to do, but there was definitely decisions that had to be made. Like, for example, you know, I had to choose what skirting we wanted. And of course, you think, oh yeah, I'll go buy the skirting. And then you realise there's yeah. like a massive, you know, selection. So, you know, I had to go choose the skirting. And then we had to choose the doors. There's nothing major. There's nothing uh, there was or... nothing major. But just more cosmetic things, but I suppose they're the things you see. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. They were finished it off. And then did you get a kitchen company in then afterwards after he was finished? Um it actually was kind of happening at the okay. same time yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, because um like he insulated the, the the two walls there were insulated and then the kitchen crowd came in and um I suppose he had to make sure as well that, you know, there was the electrics done for us as well. And like the kitchen. And like how did you find the kitchen company? Was that a local recommendation as well or would you um, have any advice there in terms of finding a supplier? Yeah, I had a look around but really I went on the advice of a friend who was building herself and she did a lot of preparation and a lot of research. Wow, okay. So You're like, Thank you I very much. <laughs> I I went ahead then with the, the company that she got. But that so. that's literally like the idea of this series is to reverse engineer. Somebody's been there and done it, you know, you're exactly. learning from them, so yeah. Yeah. I trusted her. How was the kitchen design process? Did you enjoy that? Was there a lot of toing and froing and There wasn't too much really. We went down and we basically decided on the colour and the, 
the door style yeah the door style i remember yeah. trying to decide on the handles and that i was think the hardest bit actually yeah at that point that at that point we just made too many decisions and couldn't even really think anymore yeah so we decided to call it a day and then i went back down another day and Picked. basically chose the handles <laughs> and then bought photos and he said yeah they're going I'm to sure the, Paul was very involved it was very straightforward um yeah but they did look after us they went through everything the different options that we had um just picked the ones that suited us and and then yeah. we got the quartz from a different company then yeah the quartz so the quartz. i suppose it was a little bit of organizing making sure that you know the kitchen was put in and then we they had the, the quartz place organized yeah. because it was coming up to middle of july when you know those holidays and the company said like if we don't get it put in by a certain date it won't get put in until the august and sure, we want to be back in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a working kitchen. And, uh, like, did you find it hard to think about colours and designs and stuff, or did they go through all that with you? Um, yeah, they kind of went through with, with us, but I kind of knew what I wanted. Yeah. You know, when I saw the colours and the options, I, I think it was maybe between two, they were very similar, you know, light colour grey and then, you know, dark greys. Just tell me, because so, we, we just spoke about it off camera and I want to touch on it. Just tell me yeah. what you did to the utility room, because I find that really great. Um, so, actually, that was probably one piece of advice that I give people. Yeah. If you are renovating or do any, any kind of work, you know, talk to as many people as possible. Um, I really wanted the washing machine and the, the dryer to be behind a closed door. But we have a really small utility and it meant that if I did want it behind a door, I would have to open the utility door to get right. in, close it behind me <laughs> to have the space to open another door with the washer dryer. So I was basically telling my dad like this issue and saying, oh, like, you know, I, I really want this, but it's just not really maybe going to work. And he said, well, why don't you just get rid of the door? I was like, yeah, why don't I? <laughs> why didn't I think of that? So yeah, so then we just took the door out and, you know, I think it works okay that it's just an opening oh, because especially because you know the utility is all presses so you know there's no mess that we have I, to hide by closing the door. That's a really good point like that sometimes you can be so in it that you can not see it from a bird's eye view or so just to cut the door. Exactly you know? yeah yeah that's it. Which yeah, is so. half the battle and just yeah. what do you mean I talked to as many people as possible what just tell me Well I suppose like you know it was just so helpful like you know having like the likes of like my mom and dad coming in and explaining to them what we were doing you know to have my dad then just mention that simple thing which like changed the, next perspective, the, the whole like, yeah, design yeah, of the yeah. kitchen and yeah. the functionality of it yeah, yeah how did you so, find doing things together you know was it very much claire's interiors you let her off in her thing or was it a lot of back and forth i do find that the, the, yeah. the dynamic between couples quite interesting like some couples are very yeah. involved together and some people yeah let her off i think yeah. to be honest i think claire kind of picked out what she liked she gave it like a selection. I kind of pick what I liked in that and we kind of whittle down from there. But I think we're fairly matched on what we like, don't we? Yeah, we do kind of the same kind of style. Same like you're happy, if you're happy with the style <laughs> I choose. But no, in, in fairness, she, like Claire went there, she saw what she liked. Yeah. Gave me some options and I was able to pick. Yeah. There was none that I didn't really like, but I picked my, my favourite ones. And I think we ended up settling on one that we, we both liked. So um, part of the hardware, the handles, I think. Yeah. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. By choice and, and everything else. <laughs> that was all right. Okay, so some funny questions. What was the, like, the hardest part of the build? What did you find the most stressful? The most stressful was realising that we needed to have a structural engineer to sign off on the steel because it meant there was a delay. And at that point, the glass was all down. There was literally just the roof that was being suspended by yeah. very flimsy looking steel poles and you know, knowing that things couldn't really progress until we got this sorted, because as I said, we did have an issue with the first person that we went to. He told us he'd do the job, but then yeah, yeah. didn't actually yeah. do yeah. it for us. So that delayed things. And like, to be honest, like it may, might have only been a few days, but like a few days when you're, you know that the builder can't progress yeah. is very stressful. Yeah. Um, so I think that was probably the most stressful part for me. It was like, no, definitely. Yeah. That was... Just meant more more time being out of the house as well. So it kind of puts mm. you into the unknown as well. It's like when is this going to be fixed? Yeah, exactly. Or is there going to be something else that comes along that you don't know yeah. about? Um, but yeah. I suppose it wasn't the biggest delay in the scheme of things. It could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But yeah. look at that done. We're happy with the result, and yeah, you know we're we're enjoying it yeah. now. So. so like I suppose probably the key takeaway there is to 
get your engineer or your architect in early and to have that, you know, proper Yeah, and I suppose, like, we we didn't think we would have to have that. Yeah. It was only because it was then yeah. realised that we do have a timber frame type. Well, we knew we had a timber but frame type, yeah, yeah. but yeah. he didn't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's where the issue came in. So I suppose if you do have an older style house, making sure that you let the builder know to get when you are getting your quotation, if you have a timber framed house or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the other side of the coin, what did you enjoy the most? What was, what did you love like? Well, we came towards the end probably, <laughs> but I could see that like it was nearly done and we were going to be able to move in soon and it's probably the best part really. Yeah, just... As, you know, the excitement of it all coming together. It's almost like moving into a brand new house then because everything was so new. We hadn't, yeah. we hadn't been in it in like eight weeks at that stage. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's nice coming in. It's like a almost coming into your own new show house. So <laughs> nice to get back in and nice to just start making our own mark on event. So. Well, I can definitely say it looks like a show house today. That's for sure. It's absolutely <laughs> gleaming for those that can't see it and if they're listening, it's absolutely <laughs> gleaming. So uh, interior design. Obviously, you're big in Eclair. Did you did you find that you had like you know a lot of Pinterest and you know Instagram accounts that you were following that you were going to kind of follow their schemes or like how did you how did you work the house out or or was it here there and everywhere? Um, yeah, it was just kind of I went like I had to use the furniture that we originally had, yeah. so I suppose that was kind of my starting point, mm -hmm. and then I knew I because there wasn't too much colour in the kitchen. I knew I wanted a strong colour in the background. Um, and then, I, but at the same time, I did want a kind of more of a neutral space in the living. I didn't want it to be too, you know, in your face either. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I kind of just did one thing at a time, to and be honest. And even with colours and stuff, like how were you picking colours? Was it just... Yeah, I just, like to be honest, I usually just see a colour and I either love it, uh, like or hate it or just get a feel for it so I saw that Tilbury teal colour and I remember showing you, Paul you and Paul was like this, this is the one thing no <laughs> that was kind of the, that was the only thing he That's said he no to me, me too. He showed me a picture. Because he showed yeah I showed you a picture. Show me a picture and I was like no I don't really like that and then mm -hmm. We went to the shop and she showed, oh, that's, and then we there's the colour and I was like it. that looks so much different than what you showed me in your photograph. And then they said, yeah, definitely go with that. So it's only because I don't think the Yeah, maybe it's hard to see in, like, in a photo of a picture. Yeah, I don't want to get it through, I suppose, what it looked like. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But I'm um, not happy with it now, I have to say. It's, yeah, so it's I, a nice, strong background. And then we originally, in the sitting room, had that light grey colour anyway. So yeah, that was kind of the two big decisions. And then after that, it was just, you know, a case of adding some accessories and... And did you have a plan for them or was that all just here? No, there? it was literally like, to be honest, I'd, well, I'd see something I liked and I'd buy it. It's, it's so <laughs> funny because like some people are so organised, so planned and had like this big scheme and you were just like, yeah, I like that. Yeah. That was it. Like, yeah. Like, you know, there's so many things I'd still love to buy for the house, but I suppose it takes time to find things that you love that will suit your house. Yeah. And then you have the factor of like, well, is, can you afford it, budget? Yeah. Because obviously... Yeah some house things are incredibly expensive so you have to kind of like you know match your budget to you your know, wants your, essentially exactly like, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so uh, what what is something you wish somebody told you before you started your build i'd say definitely add about 10 or 15 percent to your budget because like, i yeah. definitely think you'll find some overages or 
you'll change your plan, your plan somewhat of what you want. Um, like with us, the pocket doors, we added that in. It was obviously the, the steel work that needed to be done as well, which wasn't accounted for. So yeah. there was a few things that um, definitely made us go over budget. I think there's always going to be things that are you're never going to account for or really know about until it happens. So and I definitely so say at about 10, 15% your budget. And then sometimes when you're in the job as well, you kind of think of something else that can be done. Like we decided to bring the tiles from the kitchen out into our hallway. And when we were getting the skirting then for this space, I thought, well, I'd love to have that same skirting in the sitting room because it was pine. So, you know, whatever your budget is, it's probably, you know, you're, you're going to end up spending more, more than likely. And, and do you think that that is something that I suppose can be pulled back then if that's the case? Like, well, I suppose if you have to pull yeah. it back, I suppose we were just in a lucky position that we were able to do those extra things yeah. that we, yeah. you know, prioritised. But look, if you can't afford the extra, you know, to get the pocket doors, you know, we would have just went with, you know, standard doors, yeah. Yeah. which, you know, would have been And what did fine. friends and family say when they seen the finished house? Were they shocked at the difference? Uh, I suppose they were. They just kind of thought, wow, it's so big and open. It's a great space. I think the biggest wow yeah. from the neighbours, because they had seen the house and some of them yeah. had the same sort of shape house. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah, when they came in and saw how, how big we made it, essentially, they, um, a lot of them were, were blown away by it, so I think. And one house has actually done the same job. The same well, job well, since. You're setting yeah. trends. Oh, yeah. Trend setters. <laughs> And I just want to touch on the garden as well, because the garden is a super interesting one. So what state was the garden in when you got it, and what did you have to do to the garden? It was a bad state, wasn't it? I suppose you, you can talk about the state it was. You had yeah, to so sort it out first. When we arrived, the, the grass was, I'd say, up to my about waist high, just under waist. Um, so that was essentially the first job, just start. We literally had to get a machete, it was that tall, and just start hacking it down before we could get it lower. Um, so started to do that, the flower beds, were very overgrown bushes, mm -hmm. weeds. We literally had to essentially empty it out, take out all the soil as well, because it was so much. But the actual design mm. of the garden was the way it is now. It's the way it is now, yeah. yeah. We just tidied it up, that's all. But that, that's that was there. But um, like the, the stones are ones that we put in, there was previous stones there that we okay, had to yeah. up. So, um, like I say, just more making our own mark on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think once we got it tidied up, we kind of knew what we wanted to do with it. Yeah. So, but so it was in terms of budget, like we just decided to keep the main structure that was there and the main flower beds. Yeah. Don't need to work. change though. Yeah, so it was in fairness. Like no, no, it, it's it, totally, is, totally. it is fine. And did you did you find that the garden got neglected during the build or was that something that you prioritised? To be honest, we didn't probably think much about it. Yeah. It was only yeah. literally when it came to the first lockdown <laughs> and we were at home that then I thought of all these jobs that needed to be done. <laughs> yeah, so it was literally the first lockdown that we decided to do the job of, as Paul said, getting out, to just taking everything out from the flower beds, getting new topsoil, and literally starting from scratch then, planting and adding in the trees. Sorry, I meant to ask earlier, yeah. what square foot is this house? It's about 22, I think, okay. 100 square feet. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's really just like in every room, it just seems so spacious. There's a really nice like space to the house. Like you'd think it's maybe 3,000 or something. It just feels really spacious. I think it's probably this open plan room that really gives you that. A lot of light. Yeah, yeah. the, light, the, the yeah. light plays a big part of that as well, I think. Huge, yeah. huge. Um, 
looking back, is there any mistakes that you made? Is there anything that you would change or do differently? Anything that I suppose you might have regretted? Not not regretting the bad way, but just something that you might have changed. Not really. I don't think of anything. That's good. Like there was only changes we make if there was a larger budget. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Which is which is unfair because anybody would say yeah. that. You know? Yeah. If I had yeah. hundred grand more, I would have done. You know what I mean? So, exactly. But what we done, I think we're very happy with what we yeah. have. Yeah. So. I don't think there's anything that we that we would change. Um, I'm certainly happy with it. Don't with you? Yeah, no, there's actually nothing I changed. You know, I think we. Part of the experience, I think, was yeah. part of the fun of it as well. So, um, no, I don't think that. I think I know what you're both going to say next. But what is your favourite part of the home? Definitely this kitchen, living space. Why? Yeah, it's a great place to entertain. Um, just so much space for the kids, and. Yes, kind of what I, I love the idea of like coming do. down here in the mornings and having a coffee and the light pouring in. It's just, yeah. it's a real like, like a, you know, kind of like a breathing space. You know, it's really yeah. tranquil nearly. Yeah, especially but, uh, now that we have the garden, you know, started as well. It's it, it nearly opens it up into yeah. Um, okay, so what I want to take you back. So when did you move back in after the renovation? Do you remember what that was? June was it? July. I mean, yeah, very end of July. Yeah. So that was 17, 18, that was 2019, 2020. That, 20... Oh no, when we moved back in. Yes, yeah, so same with the renovation. Oh, sorry, yeah, so the renovation was in 2018, was it? It was two years, so we moved in 2017. 18, 19. 2019. So we got the job done, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, because we were away in Canada. Yeah. yeah. So it would have been 2019, so we would have moved out in June, back in the end of July. Yeah. And do you remember, like, did you have, like, a date in mind that you're definitely going to move into this date? Or, like, was no, it... it was just we were we'd move weeks, in when, yeah. we, when we could <laughs> because, like, you know, there was a bit of a clean-up to do, of course. Like, the rest of the house got really dusty, yeah. so everywhere really needed a good yeah, clean. Yeah, yeah. So... But, like, I, want, I just want to think back, like, was there a moment there when you first moved back in where it was like, oh, wow, like, we've done it, like, you know, the house is... Uh, how not, we've dreamed. Not, not really, because, like, you know, we did move back in, like, Paul still had all the painting to do and then like you know we didn't have that couch that's over there behind yeah, you yeah, like yeah, you know yeah. that was something that was bought after yeah yeah and like but 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 did you yeah. have that conversation did you have that moment where we we're like it's like a it's like a relief I think when the painting was all done and the pictures went up it was probably the first time I actually said we're pretty much done bar the few yeah. little things I think other than that. But that then was... again, then we started into the renovation of the bathroom and the downstairs <laughs> toilet. I did. Well, <laughs> we did. You did. <laughs> so we didn't stop there, really, did we? We kept going, but I think, I think this was the this was the space that I think needed the most yeah. attention. And when this was pretty much done, I think that's when we, because like the bathroom work, in fairness, that was just. Yeah, we did. It wasn't a DIY job. Yeah, like, like, you know, we we've done nothing ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Do so I think that was just case, yeah. just getting them in for a few days to get it done. Whereas this was a proper move out for eight like, weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. But like, you know, the house isn't complete. Like, yeah. we haven't done all the jobs we'd like to do. Like, Nobody ever says the house is complete. Yeah, no, but like, it really is. It's like, you know, or, you know, for example, our ensuite. Like, yeah. that's a job to be done. What is when next? I don't do know. This. What's the next hit? Well, to be honest, I think at the minute we're there's nothing. There's Immediate. no. There's no timeline. Yeah. yeah. For the next thing. Yeah. But 
Yeah, when I so it's just I suppose paintwork at the minute. Like the latest, on, the latest painter, thing yeah. was the actually <laughs> I painted the stairs. That was the last thing to be done. And what's next? I don't know. I think. And come here. Would you have any advice for people that are looking at houses and daft and are thinking about renovations? Would you have any advice for them in terms of what I to avoid or anything that might tick a box or not tick a box? Well, I suppose it's what people are looking for. Like some people, you know, would hate the idea of doing work. Mm. Um, in terms of renovating, maybe they want a house that you just move in yeah. to and yeah. live in it. But I suppose, I think it is sometimes better value for money if you're willing to take your time and do a bit of work in the house. So I suppose try to not visualize the house as it is, but try to visualize it, what it would look like, you know, with your style on it. Yeah. Or even, you know, with a bit of, an extension or something like that that would actually make it. Yeah, it's the kind home of having, that would work for you. those goggles where it's like you can really see what like, the potential nearly yeah. is. Like, like, I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd, say, I'd say always think long term. So, like, when we came here, this house was certainly not very attractive, I suppose, to the eye in terms of it had been unlived mm -hmm. in for a while. But we knew with the size of the space and with a bit of a rejig, we could make it really nice. So, try not to let your initial you know, thoughts on a place turn you away. Now, obviously there's certain things that might, but um, if there's nothing too too major, like most things can be done. And it's just a case of just prioritizing or doing what you want. So yeah. I definitely would say, you know, get the house that you want, even if it's not the way you want it yeah. right then, and just slowly tip away to get the work done. I always think that show location, 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 yeah. location is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So like, I think you've got that down on you're nearly in the countryside, but you're still, so close to everything, it's the Yeah, I think that's probably one of the things I did love about the house when I viewed it as well. Like the girls from the, the school. Yeah, like I actually that was kind of maybe something else that I had on my wish list, being able to walk to, yes, sco to yeah. the schools. Brilliant, brilliant. Um, that was something that I really, really wanted mm -hmm. because, you know, I was able to do that when I was a child and I don't know, I just think it's there's something really nice about being able to them being able to walk to school. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, meet their friends along the way. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there anywhere on the build or throughout the renovation, sorry, that you cut costs or anywhere that you save money? Would you have any, I suppose, cost cutting tips for those that are about um, to build? I suppose if there's any work that you can do yourself prior to the builds are coming, like, you know, Paul, you would have taken up all the tiles and that would have saved a few hundred. And. Right. And even in terms yeah. of furniture and kitchens and stuff, were you shopping around a lot, getting a lot of quotes? And um, yeah, I did get a few quotes. Like I did look at a few different kitchen places, but yeah. as I said, then I went with the yeah. the crowd that my friend recommended. Yeah. And then I suppose like you know we had the furniture, yeah, like the kitchen table yeah. and you yeah. know, the dresser from our previous <laughs> home. So I didn't have too much to buy in terms of furniture. And that was yeah. good. Um, the most important question is, do you think that this is your forever home? Yeah. 100%. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Can't see us moving out of here. No, no, definitely not. After all the, like, the time and money and work that's been put in and the fact that, you know, the, the girls are in school now and they love it. Like, being a part of, you know, it's such a lovely community that we're in. Definitely wouldn't want to move from the house or the community, really. No, definitely. Yeah. Can't see us moving from here at all. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Good. Um, I just want to get a quick description of the house. Just yeah. describe the house to me. 
this is a three bed semi D with two bathrooms and you know just give me because I want people to be able to visualize it. Would you say they include the ensuite and the downstairs toilet with the yeah. bathrooms? Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's a detached house, four bedrooms, three, uh, well a downstairs toilet, yeah. two bathrooms. And it's kind and of like an open plan I suppose. The back of the house is open plan and we have pocket doors then leading into the sitting room. We generally have the pocket doors open. The only time we close them really is if we light the fire. And then we also have um, a study slash toy storage area. Slash office. Room slash office. Yeah, well, what would you call that room? Would you call it the study? Well, yeah, we kind of do call it the study, don't we? Yeah. Like at one point it was kind of a playroom, but now that Paul's working at home so much, it's the study. And we store the toys there. In fairness, they usually just want to be in the kitchen anyway, so they bring the toys out here. And, yeah. and come here, how did the yeah. kids like the new house? Because they've never known anything else, really. I think, I don't think yeah, they, they wouldn't remember, remember the previous house. Like yeah, that. no. So, so they yeah. love it here, I assume. Yeah. They and do. do they love the garden? Oh, they do, yeah. Now they do. Yeah. Now, now, usually, it's not quite so pristine. There's usually, you know, garden furniture and slides and sand pits. So it's great space for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's, that's more or less us finished. I just want to get one last thing. And the last thing is, somebody's about to buy a house, they're about to renovate a house in Ireland. And they are, you know, talking to you in the pub and you say to them, whatever you do, do this. What is it? Try to be on site as much as possible. So you can see the work that's being done and maybe, you know, question anything if you see something you're not quite happy with and also like try to plan every detail um, like you know especially in regards to the kitchen like I didn't realize how many decisions would have to be made like even obviously we mentioned the handles but you know in terms of the quartz like you know I made the decision there and then on the spot of how high up I wanted it how high I wanted the backsplash behind the hob whether I wanted it curved or straight. And to be honest, I really hadn't thought about, you know, what I wanted. And then I literally had to make a decision there and then, which luckily I am happy with the decision that was made and you were too. So it worked out for us. But, you know, I could easily see how someone might make a decision and then regret it because yeah, yeah, yeah. they've just made the decision so quickly without really thinking it through. So I suppose trying to, think about every little detail and try to visualize the space at the end and making sure you know that you have sockets where you want them um, again you know you just be asked okay so where do you want the sockets so if you haven't thought about that in advance you know you're just going to be <laughs> trying to think you know decide on the spot but really you might realize afterwards you know for example when it came to christmas time you know we have a socket here and it worked out brilliant because you know we were able to put the christmas tree here so like you know even not just thinking day to day like thinking long term throughout the year yeah where you want your sockets and i love that so just focusing on the minute details planning ahead exactly can make all the difference like especially when you're stressed yeah. and you're in this like panic mode situation where you haven't thought of everything it kind of can get overwhelming whereas if you've made that decision earlier on, you can go, yeah, I know where the socket's going, that's problem's been solved. Exactly, yeah. there's just so many decisions to be made, so I think that's maybe something we didn't realise in advance. <laughs> like, 
I think we were, I suppose we were just, our lives are so busy. You know, at the time we just had the two girls and we were so busy and we were at a wedding in Canada right before this job started. So it was just all go. Like we didn't really have time to like sit down and think things through and in hindsight, in hindsight, you probably should have done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, as you know, I said earlier on, I was so lucky that I wasn't working and I was on maternity leave. So I was able to go and research things and make decisions about um, different things that had to be yeah. decided yeah, yeah, yeah. on, yeah. you know, kind of during the process rather than, yeah. you know, in advance of it. Yeah. And would that be yeah. the same advice for you, Paul? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I still think. The thing I'd say is the budget. Yeah. <clears throat> I definitely Sorry, think yeah, yeah. adding on 10% minimum, maybe even 15% to your budget, because there's definitely going to be things you don't realise that are going to yeah. come up, or just didn't envision. I think so that's even more important nowadays with the with the cost life, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So um, that's definitely something I, I'd say to everyone: just have that bit of extra contingency that you can dip into if you need to. Yeah. If not, happy days. But I think it's it's good to have it. Otherwise, you could be you could be stuck. Yeah. Claire, come here. If people want to look at your home online, where's the best place to do that? Where's the um, best place to on Instagram, Claire's Home and Garden. I'll post all those details. Guys, yeah. thank you so much. I can't believe we've been yeah. really talking for 40 minutes, would you believe? <laughs> um, so yeah, look, at, I really appreciate it. And it's great to see you both here enjoying the space. And, you know, I suppose at the other end of the tunnel, I always say um, that people can be listening to this and they can feel like they're bogged down and they're never going to get to the other end but that there is life in the tunnel and you do get there and I suppose to see you here is proof of that right now. So, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for listening to the podcast. Don't forget to check out the guys on Instagram at Claire's Home and Garden. I'll also post their details in the box below anyways. And thanks so much everyone and hope to see you all next time. 